I'm interrupting my own podcast to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is brought to you by Spotify and is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It will also help you distribute your podcast across popular podcast hosting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Best of all, you can make money from your podcast on Anchor with no minimum listenership. So for those of us just starting out, this is very helpful. And do you know how much it costs to have everything you need to make a podcast in one place? 100% free. Yep, you heard me right. You can do all of this and make money for free. So if you have been thinking about starting your own podcast, now is your chance. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back to the episode. Hi, I'm Yan. Hi, I'm Yvonne. Welcome to Lost and Refound Podcast. We're a podcast discussing our personal journeys as modern Asian women and sharing inspiring stories from within our community. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 21 of Lost and Refound Podcast. And this is our last episode for the year. Hi, Yvonne. Hi. Last episode of 2020. I know. What I'm a excited. way! <laughs> <laughs> what a yes! What a We're way to end up here. here. <laughs> it's true. We're so we excited. We can't stop screaming. <laughs> <laughs> we survived. <laughs> screaming in the beginning, screaming at the end. Scream it's... all the way through the year. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but yes, ready to round out this year with you. And actually, I feel like that we've become so much closer in the last six months so Mm -hmm. i'm just incredibly grateful for our journey and just our listeners in the podcast so i was just telling you that i was like i haven't talked to you for like oh we haven't talked for what a week a week and a half but we've been text every we've been texting texting. we text like every other day but then i was just like i haven't talked to you also for so long i miss her (laughs) it is different i will definitely say that i'm not a texter as a person as a personality even Malinka and I we don't text throughout the day Mm. like yes we're home but even when we were long distance yeah I was in New York City Connecticut and he was here in California we really wouldn't text throughout the day it it was just not a process it's not a thing you guys talk every night we did on the phone. We, we were that couple that fell asleep on the phone. Oh, <laughs> that's <so> sweet. <laughs> and yes, it was sweet and kind of like, you know, at the same time, that classic, it's just such a classic long distance relationship. Um, and we were very grateful for it. It obviously helped our communication skills and then living together helped commu- us communicate even better together. Mm-hmm. But um, because of that, yeah, we still, we're, we still know that we're not good texters. <laughs> you text me back, so... <laughs> I text you. I definitely text you. And you know, and part of it, I think, is because I'm always looking at some type of screen now. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, yeah. I'm either IMing, I'm pinging someone, I'm DMing, some type of screen and that response. In fact, like a lot of the times, if I ask a very serious or um, a very stressful question to somebody and I'm expecting a response back, this is usually a work, a work mm-hmm. thing. It's a work stressful question thing. Then I'll be like, oh, see her typing this three dots. What is she going to say? I'm just going to call you <laughs> because... I can't wait that long. <laughs> I need to know. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I'm always a texter. I don't answer phones. I don't. I hate talking on the phone. Uh, I think it's because I'm an introvert. I don't like to talk to people. So I've trained all my friends. They know not to call me because when they call me, I don't pick up. If you leave me a me- voicemail, I will not check it. <laughs> so, all my friends just text me when they want to talk to me. 
I'm a much more in-person. If I want to talk to you, I want to talk to you in person, like one-on-one. Um, but obviously we can't do that with COVID. So, so I think this year I have definitely talked a lot more on the phone. Mm-hmm. This episode, we're just going to be doing a recap of lessons from 2020 and then something fun, like our favorite products and like our favorite shows and stuff of 2020. And then we'll look towards 2021 and what we're looking forward to. And I did send you a bunch of questions. I haven't really even spent time on those questions either. So we'll just wait as we go. All right, let's look at, let's go over reflection questions first and then we'll go over the fun questions. Okay. Okay, number one. What is the most important lesson you learned this year? Do you want to go you want first? Me to go first? Okay. <laughs> go first. Um, for me, my most important lesson was setting the right intentions. And I think that it was actually a lesson that you have mentioned to me about the intention before meditation, before any type of good practice, and especially throughout the day. And I know that people always told me I didn't have a lot of focus. I didn't really know what that meant because I like to do a lot of things. I have a lot of passions. And that's what I always told myself, right? You know, you're laughing right now. I the same. <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh, whatever. Those people don't know what they're talking about. They're just like lame. And I'm just so creative. But no, no, no. That's not the, that's not the, the point. <laughs> the point is like I had to get out of my own head. Um, and I would, be, I would be getting bored with myself or bored with like my progress on different things. And again, instead of sticking to one thing, that's why I'd move on because I'd be unsatisfied with my progress and I needed to feel some type of easy satisfaction. And I would be doing that for instant gratification rather than long-term, long-term success. And to me, that, that is the intention that I was missing and the intention I was missing at the start of 2020. And so um, very recently, um, that's why I started journaling. I've been journaling for two days, so we'll see how this goes. But um, I learned a really good tip. And actually, it was from Sean Mendez and Hugh Jackman, believe it or not. Like, it was, oh. yeah, like, no, it was, like, really crazy. I, I saw a, a YouTube video about one of the interviews that Sean Mendes has, and he spoke about how Hugh Jackman has a journal meditation and mindset uh, process. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned that when he journals, he starts the journal entry with today I. So already setting the intention throughout the day. Mm. And then you go back to journal at night, which is again, great practice. Um, I have, I'm still only two days in, but you can recap your day and then understand like, where am I? Like, where do I want to be? And then because of that, I fall asleep a lot easier again after two days. That's great. Yeah. But uh, that, that in itself, like I never thought to do that. That's a totally different way of spinning it around. So I'm sharing that because I hope that that will also help somebody else too. I'm going to try that. <laughs> I want to try journaling, but honestly, by the end of the night, I'm always just like, I just want to go to sleep. I'm I thought that exhausted. too. I know. I, I generally thought that too, because I was like, this is not my diary because I had a diary and I would be like this angsty teen. I had one, mm-hmm. right? And it yeah. was not a good experience for me for very good reasons, like a burn book. <laughs> I think that's what it was. <laughs> you only write things that piss you off, right? And right. that like make you angry. So it's a lot of like, I hate my mom in there. <laughs> like, right. Like, you know, back, back way back then, because yeah. no one had this intention or this meditation mindset that was teenagers. We're really it was the 90s. <laughs> lots of lots of anger pensive mm-hmm. anger yeah. um that is that needed to be released but we just didn't have a good outlet for it but now we have better outlets therapy good friends we have you know cannabis in the world so we're doing okay in 2020 uh, at this point um and with the journaling practice so i i give i leave that with you <laughs> what is your most important lesson you learned this year my most important lesson is to love myself 
and to prioritize my mental health and physical health first, right? Because I used to always just say, like, just ignore how I feel. I have a, a checklist, get everything done, right? Even if I'm exhausted, my body's like, you need to like take a break. I will not until the list is done. And oftentimes, I'm not a pleasant person to be around when I'm in that mode, right? Because I'm exhausted. I'm not really thinking straight. I'm just doing. And I realized this year that when I prioritize myself first, I'm a better wife, a better mom, a better friend, a better daughter, a better employee, a better boss, right? Because my mental health is in the right place. So that is definitely my biggest lesson of this year. And I know it sounds like so simple, but I think as number one, as women, right, we don't prioritize ourselves. And as, as moms, I know most moms do not prioritize themselves. And I just want all the moms to know it's 100% okay. And you should be prioritizing yourself because if you do that, you'll be happier. And if you're happier, your husband's happier, your kids are happier, everything goes more smoothly. Excellent. Cool. Question number two, what is the best thing that happened this year? Hmm. Oh God, this is a hard question because it's almost I I almost live my life through my lessons. So usually mm -hmm. the the realization that I have from a really good lesson usually is the best thing that happens like in my day. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's maybe it's just being a part of a company and having a product and a line of products launch this year was the culmination of the best thing that has happened to me. Um, and really they're good. really great products. <laughs> I'm going to mention one of them later. They're oh, some amazing. of my favorite products. Do you see my post on the Complex Culture um, eyeshadow palette? I did. And Such you a good palette. <laughs> we did it together. We did it together. Well, I just looked at colors, but you did all the formulation. So, <laughs> amazing job. <laughs> well, thank you. And just knowing that it's reached an audience and reach consumers like you who really care about the product that that's the best thing because that's what I that's really really my dharma like that's my purpose yes and, mm -hmm. and knowing that that's reaching um into fr uh, fruition is it makes me so happy so thank you <laughs> um the best thing that happened this year for me um is I think two number one we adopted Casper mm. and he's been an incredible, like, I didn't know, well, how should I say, well, okay, so when we, when we're, I was going through adoption process, I was very adamant, I wanted a, a adult dog, a grown dog, um, Sophie wanted a pit bull, and pit bulls usually, they're considered a mature dog of five years old, before the, that, they have a lot of energy, and so I was very adamant, we, I wanted at least five years old pit bull, and then I found Casper online, and his picture just spoke to me. It's his, his eyes. As soon as I looked at him, I was like, this is my dog. Like, I just knew this is my dog, right? And I told you, I had called them and they told me someone's coming to get him. So right. I couldn't go. And then um, when I follow up, they were like, oh, he didn't get adopted, but someone else is coming today. And I, I, I couldn't go. So finally, they told me he was open. He's like, hey, that last person didn't work out. They had, I think the last person had like two pugs and that did not like Casper. So I was like, perfect. So we literally, like, I just started my new job and I told my boss in the middle of the day, I have to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to run now. I have a last minute appointment. She's like, okay. <laughs> so we went and we got him and he, like, Sable too, when we were there, Sable told me, he said, hey, I don't think we're ready for a dog this week. 
you know, he's like, maybe we'll just think about it for a week. And then as we were walking back, he's like, no, we're adopting him. And for him too, he said it was intuition that came up to him. I said, no, this is our dog. Wow. And when, and when I looked him online, it said he's three years old. And I was like, okay, well, three years old, he's, at least he's not a puppy puppy. We can deal with that. So we adopted him. And when we got home, I looked at his paperwork and said he's only one. And I was like, is he three or one? So I spent a day observing him and I looked at how big his, his head and his paws are compared to his body. And he has a lot of loose skin. And that's usually an indication on pit bulls when they have a lot of loose skin, they are growing into that skin. Oh. So I'm like, and plus the way he ran, he ran like a puppy. Like he ran like, Sable said he runs like Phoebe from France. He's just like all over the place. <laughs> um, and so we're like, no, I think he's one. Um, he's very much a puppy. He's not, he doesn't have any training. He's not potty trained. He's like, he was like peeing on our house like the first week. Oh no. Yeah. Um, but he also, he's just like the most friendly dog at the dog park. Everybody loves him at home. He's usually very calm with the girls. He is such a love bug. He loves, he loves me. And he just like sticks to me. Like I literally had to peel him off like a sticker because he just like leans on me. He won't get off. You know, um, so, and I just, I just realized this year, um, cause during, during quarantine, you know, my kids are happy kids, but they're spending a lot of time on screen this year because they can't go outside. And even though they're happy p- kids, I realized they, there wasn't as much laughter in the house. Mm-hmm. And I realized that once Casper is home is here because literally Sophie is laughing all the time. She loves him so much and he's her dog. Yeah. Um, so like she loves him so much. She's so proud of him. She talks about him all the time and she, everything he does just makes her laugh. And she keeps saying this is the best Christmas of her life. Oh my and, goodness. Yeah, and it just feels like, I mean, what could be better? You know, so now we have this brand new energy in this house who just loving and happy and my kids are happy. We love this dog, Sable is obsessed with him he's <laughs> such a sucker he was like the one who like i don't know if one of the dog and now he's just like he's number one fan um yeah <laughs> so i will say that's the best thing and also the other the secondary best thing is trump will no longer be president in 2021 Ooh, that's a good one <laughs> thank god <laughs> there's new things happening <laughs> yes yes we have new hope yes new hope is definitely how i'm viewing 2021 yep Okay, number three, what challenges did you overcome? Hmm. Okay, so I would say the, the biggest challenge was actually starting the year um, at my current workplace, but without my friends, because that was, that was you, that was Sherry, that was Megan. It was just such a hard way to, I think, go about like creating products and, and, and helping to create a brand mm-hmm. um, that just was based on with people that I really, really cared about. Um, they were, you guys were my inspiration. You guys were my product testers amongst, like, you know, and it was just really, really hard to go through um, without, without that support. Um, and then, and, but we went, we went through because I realized you guys are always in my life. We're always talking and actually we sometimes talk more. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> exactly. In fact, I'll, I'll joke with that and say like, since like Yana started her new job, we actually talked even more than we did when we saw each other every day. Um, and, and a lot of that stress in the office all the time. Yes. It's the stress. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's, you almost don't want to talk about work stuff 
with your colleagues because mm-hmm. that's what's always hard for me to be friends with colleagues, which is why I'm really surprised that I became so close with you guys because I don't want to talk about work outside of work ever, never. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you. Um, thank you for that. Okay. Um, my biggest challenge to overcome was, I would say, gener- generational trauma with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say I have come overcome that 100%. I don't think I will ever overcome that 100%. It's such a big part of my life and it's during my most formative years, right? So um, I don't think I'll ever get over to it, but I'm in a place where I no longer talk to myself in my stepdad's voice. I no longer talk negatively to myself. Mm. Um, And I have truly 100% forgiven my mom and our relationship is so much closer. Um, You know, so I... I'm really happy about that. I didn't think this would happen. You know, I went through years without talking to her. Um, So this was a huge hurdle to overcome. And I think it's one of my most proudest moments of this year. Hmm. Excellent. Uh, Okay. What new skills did you learn? Um, I feel like all these questions are kind of similar. They are kind of similar, but (laughs) But you have to think deeper. I know, think deeper. So it's another, it's another challenge. It's another lesson. It's deep thinking. But for for me, the new skill um, that happened during quarantine, which came out, was finding solutions quickly and calmly, whether that be for workplaces. I know it's like all encompassing, but workplaces or personal life, um, especially when we have a very small San Francisco apartment. So how do you have Zoom conferences with two entrepreneurs, busy business people in the same house at the same time? It's really, really tough. Good thing our desks weren't next to each other. um, And we had some creative space. I almost went into the laundry room, to be honest. (laughs) There was a time. But that's where, you know, buying the right storage equipment and buying the right laptops having the right monitors guys monitor stands you don't want them you want a monitor clamp that goes and clamps on your desk so you save the desk space oh yes good tip i think That's... i need i need a monitor i can't work on just on my laptop anymore exactly and and learning those and learning what makes you a better worker or just a functional person um and it's okay to spend the money on those things Mm -hmm. to develop the skills that you need um because then it opens up it opens up better opportunities for you and so that was definitely something having those quick solutions because i can't be like oh yeah i'm just gonna go leave and find another place that's not an option anymore so um having to do that especially when malinka's really stressed um and we we just have to be really calm about it because we're both still on calls as we're like having this quiet fight <laughs> can you yeah. talk a little louder can you talk like yeah i was so mad at him yesterday because i was like downstairs and he was upstairs uh, i think i was eating lunch and i was like uh working on something and then he came down to eat lunch and then he started talking on the phone speaker phone <laughs> it's, and I'm like, I don't know. dude, I literally came down here to avoid you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, and then, and then, from a technical skill perspective, um, doing more calligraphy and a water painting on my iPad, going a little bit more digital in the graphic design space. So hopefully, we'll have a new website pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. 2021. <laughs> Uh, one new skill. My new skill um, this year is definitely manifestation. Mm. I still don't understand it completely, um, but say, interestingly, Sable, who didn't believe in manifestation, or he didn't really 
he doesn't believe anything that he didn't under the science behind it. Now he can talk your year off about mm. the science behind it and why. Yeah, he knows all the wavelengths. He yeah, so, <laughs> like he's literally like talked to like engineers and talked to like experts in the field. Um, so he's like now he, that's all he talks about. And honestly, when he tells me the, like the science behind it, my eyes just glaze over. And I'm like, okay, I don't get it. <laughs> um, but I do know that it works, right? It's worked for me. I 100% believe that I will not be where I am financially this year if I didn't put in the time in the practice learning it and practicing it and, and really trying to believe it. Mm -hmm. And I think, like I said, like, I wanted results. I can only believe it if I see results and mm -hmm. it showed me results, not just once, but multiple times. So I'm 100, I like, this is a practice I will continue into 2021 and mm -hmm. the rest of my life. Absolutely. Next question. What is your favorite moment? I feel like that's pretty similar to something you already did. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite moment? Um, it was the moment that I realized after a really heavy meditation session that we did that I was actually in the moment for my purpose. I'm doing my purpose and there's progress. I just was really down and hating myself for not for not progressing or mm -hmm. in all actuality, when I was meditating, I saw my progress and I saw my future and I saw who I needed to be and what I need to do to become that. And, and that's where I started taking a lot more of this action, putting a lot more intention in my daily activities and, and giving my promises to myself because I think that it was very difficult for me to have these high, high achieving goals and then not get them every single day. Be like, oh, today I didn't, didn't do that. So I failed. Mm -hmm. Like I would tell myself that where it's like, no, like that's not a failure. Just because I didn't reach that doesn't mean I failed. I'm not a bad person. I didn't fail at being Yvonne, yeah. but that's how it felt like previous, um, previous to that. So after the words, um, having that new vision for my life, that became my favorite moment. That is such a powerful moment. Isn't that crazy how meditation can just like bring out these things that you didn't realize was inside of you? Yeah. I mean, for me, when I, I were to describe meditation to someone who's never done that before, I would say it would be the process of exercising your brain to lift up the, the obstacles that are inside your head. They're literally inside your head and they're blocking you from doing everything that you can do. Um, and it's not something that you can physically see, but you can feel it. You can actually feel your mind flexing and doing these types of activities. So um, I definitely encourage anyone who hasn't started to meditate, just start small. And again, I know this sounds really crazy, but we were people that never meditated ever before this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and look where we are now. Now it's like part of our practice, daily practice, right? Oh, yes. not daily. I would say like every weekly <laughs> do a couple it's, times it's, a few a times a week practice yeah yeah, yeah. And, and even just talking with Colette and um some of the and even Jamie right like a lot of uh the podcasters that we and um entrepreneurs that we have interviewed everyone's adding this into their routine because why not there's there's power there's energy right now in this universe and I think we should all you know it's it's easy to grab onto and yeah. it, and it's really you. crazy because Sable um he was already a really confident person you know, um, he was running multiple companies. He, you know, has no, no problems doing presentations or, or speeches in front of like hundreds of people. He's completely okay with that. Uh, and then he started meditation this year. And uh, actually not like, I think less like six months ago, 
And just in this time, he does it every single day, Monday to Friday. Uh, he does the, the dispenser meditation every single day. So for like mm, 60 to 90 minutes a day. And he has completely got rid of his limiting beliefs. He is on the next level of confidence. He and everything, he's like, everything is aligned for him. Like his karma, I can see like everyone, you even everybody who talks to him, I, even today, he was talking to somebody on the phone and he was on speaker. And that person, I heard that person say, you know, your karma is so crazy good. I'm happy to do anything with you. Yes. If I can get some of your karma rubbed off on me. Yes. Like, it's true. His karma, it's crazy. And, and, and I believe it because he's truly a good person. Like he, the way he went into coaching, a lot of coaches, if you look at the, the coaching um, lessons, the coaches give you on how to be a coach, a lot of it's around how you can make more and more and more money. Interesting. His approach is very different. His approach is like, well, if I temporalize this, this and I sell it to somebody, you know, for us, we buy, we don't do the, the one-on-one coaching. We do the, the ones that we purchase, right? You can watch yourself. He's mm-hmm. like, did you know, like less than like 7% of people that actually finish those things. And most people buy it, they don't ever use it. And I was like, that's not on you. That's on the other person. You are not responsible for that person not learning, right? It's that person's it's like he bought it he wanted to spend money on it if he didn't use it you don't need to worry about that but he's very much like no like if somebody spent much money on my program i need they need to learn i want to make sure they learn to get better so i know like his heart is definitely in the right place but with that said i he's convinced now he does need to go into the recorder because he can't help that many people all once mm-hmm. right so he won't go that route but that wasn't his first choice to start out with so all of his reasonings is not monetary it's because he wa- when he was in college, he wanted to be a teacher until he found out, like, you can't really make a living out here as a teacher. So now, so this is his dharma. He was meant to be a teacher, and now he's teaching things that he feels passionate about, his life journey, right? Mm-hmm. He's the one through all these things, so he knows that he can help you to get over your limited beliefs and, and all the challenges you're experiencing. So, so definitely, like, meditation has done so much for him, and him as a person who was a messed up, you know, who was already competent and you can, I can still see so much change. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yes, it is. Wait, what was your favorite moment? Oh, so <laughs> the next question. Uh, honestly, I can't think of a moment. This was the hardest question for me. I couldn't think of a moment, but rather a period of time, like a short period of time, which was that short period of time where I wasn't working and I would just stay home mom with my kids and they were at home during quarantine. I cannot tell you. I felt like a different person in that I felt like who I was meant to be and who I'm mm. supposed to be. I realized during that time that I'm a heart, a caretaker. That's where I shine. That's where I thrive. That's where I feel most myself excited. And during that time, literally, I wake up every day happy, excited, fulfilled, full of gratitude. Uh, and yeah, and that was my favorite period. In, in 2020 and that's where I'm hoping to eventually get back to it right that's my goal mm-hmm. awesome okay um what new habits did you start okay and now I think this one is kind of similar yeah I'm definitely gonna I know journaling. yours <laughs> journaling <laughs> yes definitely journaling <laughs> yeah and I would say mine is definitely meditation and we don't need to go into why we just talk about why we love meditation so <laughs> Um, what did you learn about yourself? Oh, um, 
for some reason, when I read this question, I thought about it differently. And now I'm reading what it and you sharing think? it out loud. I thought it was, I don't know what I thought it was. I didn't think it, I, but now I'm coming up with like a different, a different response. Well, um, then that's, a, that's an intuitive response. Right, right, oh, right. Which one. is so funny that it can happen like that, mm-hmm. which is probably, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing because that habit that's happens when thing. I read emails. Oh, it is? Okay. Good. Well, that's, that's your intuition talking to you, right? And that the fact that you recognize it is a good thing because right. most people ignore it. Mm. Well, um, well, sometimes I have a habit of reading emails incorrectly, which is, so I have to usually take a step back and be like, wait, what does this person actually say? (laughs) I I think we all have that habit sometimes, especially when you're just trying to get through things really quickly. Right. Because you're assuming what they're going to say. Like I've already, I mean, again, previously, like I was always super, I would start reading my emails and I'd be mad because I I would assume Mm -hmm. certain things before I even finish the whole email. So I already start writing my response, bad habit. I don't do that anymore. Um, and I'm, I'm not grateful for that. Um, okay, yes, what did I learn about myself? Um, I learned that I'm a pretty good student, that I love to apply things as quickly and as fast as I can. Um, and I take really good, and I, and I love taking notes. I've always like a really good, I, I critique other people's notes. If they like write notes in meetings, I'm like not good enough, I'll add to them. You're a researcher at heart. <laughs> That's yes. who you are. Exactly. So maybe maybe everybody else knew that, but I needed to know that. This is why when I told you most people don't read, you're like, really? <laughs> oh yeah. Most people are not researchers. <laughs> yeah. And I like critique everything and and sometimes like it's like backfires a little bit because it takes a lot of time at the same time and a lot of double guessing, second second guessing. I would call it double checking, but essentially I'm second guessing myself, which I don't want to continue practicing because it's about listening to that intuition. So, um, so that is the, one of the lessons that I've learned. Um, and, and I'm very, and I'm very grateful that I've, I learned it at this age so that in 2021, we can go full speed ahead, full intentions with, um, yeah, with all these new lessons. <laughs> what I learned, I learned, Oh, I learned who I'm truly meant to be, right? Mm. Through my favorite period of time. I learned that I was meant to be a caregiver. And and I had on honest conversation with Sable. And we decided right now it's not a great time for me to be a caretaker because I need to actually help provide for the family while he um, ramps up his coaching business and leaves the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I have a year, right? Mm-hmm. I have until I'm 40 or now I have until 40. When I'm 40, <laughs> I'll get to retire. So, and, and then really truly focus on taking care of my family. Hopefully we'll have a house with a much bigger yard so I can actually start growing things and really live who I want to live. Like the, the way, live the way I want to live. Mm-hmm. Live who I was truly meant to be. Exactly. And I am, I'm here to help you manifest that. I can already see it now. Wherever, when I look at you, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that too. So can Sable. Sable's also manifesting that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we all need his karma. We all I know, need his karma. I know. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. What would you do differently if you could? You know, these questions are always really hard. Like, it's like, what do you most regret? Or I can tell you mine. It's nothing. Yeah, I, I would agree. This year has been the year of learnings, right? There's so many ups and downs, but all of it, there was a lesson. And I think if I missed out on any of it, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, so I have no regrets this year. Yeah. 
And, and I think that's, that's who we are as people, right? We try not to live with regrets. So if we, well, I used to always live with regret, right? And I think this is the difference in my new me is what's the point. I used to always live in the past and live in the future. I never live in the moment. And I think most people is that way. They don't live in the moments. They're always regretting the past or planning the future. Mm. Uh, I think now this year, I've definitely, I'm still not that good at it. I definitely still look to the future a lot more. Like I'm looking forward to being 40. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but, um, but I'm much better at reminding myself to enjoy the moment. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you on this. Yes. So no regrets. And then last question for this section, how are you different from a year ago? Oh man, in, it's crazy because even though I'm in physically the same place and I'm at the same job, I feel like the person I am and how I respond to emails and how I am a friend, how I'm a daughter, how I'm a, I'm a fiance or a girlfriend or a caregiver is I react a lot differently. Um, I would say my wording and my word choice is also different too. And, and I hope I am, all I can do is just like hope that I'm better ne even next year because I'm just all about applying those lessons that you learn every month, every day and continuing to, and continuing to reach that, that higher self. Like I, yeah. I'm very much like, I definitely want to see that and, and have that and have that hope and dream for myself. Yeah. I'm sure you'll carry this into next year and you know, every year just can get better and you're so young. That's the thing. Well, what was really special though about this particular year was that yes, like there was not not a lot of good events. However, the way I feel currently, like right now in December 2020, I feel super hopeful. I feel great. Like I feel great mentally and I feel great physically, which was not how I felt <laughs> in December 2019. I'll tell you that. I agree. I was miserable. I hated 2019 so much. I was why? like, I can't, I, even remember why, I can't remember why, but it was like one of the worst years for me. And I was so looking for 2020 and then everything hit in 2020. I was like, no, I refuse for this year to be worse than last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't, but that, and that's, what's really interesting is that even going back, right? Like you and I, we could really, 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 oh, oh my gosh, we can really recall the year of 2020 and like certain events and the, all these moments that we're talking about right now. 2019. I could not tell you a thing. I literally could not tell you a damn thing. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah. Anyway, I, I met you. I met you at some point, right? We because I in started, 2019, didn't we? Yeah, that Did was 2019. Oh, tw last year. Okay. 2019. I thought we were talking 20, about 2020 now. So yeah. No, no, we met yes, in 2019. Yeah, we met. So well, we met each other. Yeah. And that was it. That was basically the start of my life. <laughs> I started in fifth grade. <laughs> I'm sure your fiance would be so happy to hear that. <laughs> I mean, it's so well. It's funny because the thing is, and I'm, I'm very honest with, about this. Where it's like Malinka literally loves me for all my flaws, exactly like the way I am. Like even if I were to like make all the mistakes, right, in the world and everything, like I'm so lucky that I have That's beautiful. A person, yeah, like um, thank you that I have a person like him. To say like, oh no, it's okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I that's still beautiful. Like, Most people don't have that, right? Mm. Yeah, uh, and I right, yeah, I recognize that, and so I'm trying to be better also to give him that same type of courtesy because I am again, maybe it's the researcher myself, but when someone does something wrong, I very much hold the grudge, <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, bad. <laughs> but again, it's very telling. Earlier, you said you're, you know, you're a better fiance, girlfriend, caretaker. So you take care of him, you know? So it's not like you're not providing him anything. You guys balance each other out. You know, yeah. Malinka's very logical. He's not very emotional. 
you're more emotional. You're also logical, but you're also more emotional, right? So you yeah. balance each other out, right? Sable was the same thing. He was very logical when I first met him. He had zero emotions. He had never cried in front of people. And look at him now. Now he's just like telling everybody he, he loves them. I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> Tell everybody how they feel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, but what about you? 2019. 20, 20, 2020. Or yeah, like, different about 2019. 2019. Um, I will say I don't compare myself to others anymore, which mm, is huge. But I don't care. My, I don't care. I don't care. I don't compare myself, you know, to people on social media or even to people in my life. Um, I don't say as much nasty things to myself anymore. Mm. Um, I say I don't say that much because I know my shadow self is still there. I can right. feel her, and I know she comes out when I'm tired, when I'm hangry. <laughs> um, but I have better control of her. Um, and was it this year or last year that you realized that you were you were actually saying all those nasty things, or was it kind of always in replay? So you it was always you in replay. It was always- I used to talk to myself in my stepdad's voice. So it was always, no matter what you do, you'll never be good enough, you know? Interesting. So it was a lot of like, why even try? But then, mm-hmm. but then that voice also made me try harder. Mm-hmm. It's like, I need to prove myself. But the problem is then it became obsessive. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Um, and I will say, also say, I don't care. I don't really care about what other people think anymore. I still somewhat care, but mostly I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, am I happy? Okay, well, then what do I care how you feel if I'm happy? As long as I'm not hurting you, right? Right. And, and I'm just living my life, then let me just be me. And so. And I'm, I love that. And I definitely see that, that you're just so more open to give your opinion, your true, true opinion. Yeah. Not like the false Yan opinion, yeah. uh, which like now that I know you a lot better, I know exactly what that was. <laughs> and, that, and I love that. I love like how unapologetically honest you are and genuine you are and I think that's just like such a great it just looks so great on you (laughs) so thank you (laughs) and that's probably another reason why we got wait until I piss people off with my honesty (laughs) honestly I'm not mad at that I think that who was I talking to I was talking to somebody and we were just talking about how we're a little petty as I'm petty like I know I am where if I know I know I'm right and someone tells me you're wrong I'm gonna shove it in someone's face (laughs) maybe not in their face directly I'll give you some time to like heal but it's gonna come back because Mm -hmm. I don't I don't take those things lightly um but so we laugh about that like I laugh at a joke I'm not mean about it but I'm like you know this is a little there's a little pride there and I'm prideful of that (laughs) I think I definitely have that too I used to like anytime if I disagree with somebody I always had to have the last word like (laughs) no matter what even just like whatever I had to say I just always had to have the last word and now I'm just like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'm like, I'm tired. Just let's just come to agreement. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Sometimes it just takes too long to get there. Yeah. But but yes. Now for fun questions. Fun questions. Yay. Okay. Best and worst fashion choice of this year. Oh, this oh, this is hard because. Just like you, I didn't buy a lot of clothes. I, I really didn't buy a lot of clothes. However, it could one be of accessories. My, you know, well, Fashion but I did. I, I recently okay. did. Um, because one of my friends, she started her her clothing company, her fashion company, and it's called Workwear. Um, and she's amazing. If Yasmin ever listens to this podcast, then she'll know that the purchase that I bought from her was the um, a leather shirt dress. And usually I don't go for shirt dresses or like that full leather material, but it is so buttery soft. It is incredible. I wear it as um, 
kind of like an overshirt, like with a, like a sexy like silk cami underneath or like I'll wear it just out. It's so incredibly comfortable and it doesn't pop open. I'm like really, I'm really sensitive to like areas around the chest and like button downs, etc. But it's a snap button and it's just comfortable. I can cook in it. I could probably run in it if I wanted to. <laughs> uh, but that's the best. And I always love supporting my friends. So um, kudos to her. <laughs> What's your worst? Mm. I don't think I made a worse fashion purchase this year because I honestly didn't have enough purchases and I didn't return anything. So that's, that's great. Yeah. So that's a nil question for me. Uh, my best would be sweats. <laughs> a lot of comfy sweats. You know how I was. I was always like that fully dressed, dressed up in high heels, full makeup. Everyone always compliments your outfits. They still do. <laughs> Even if you're in sweats, believe me, Yan makes it look like she's going through the runway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not a home anymore. <laughs> the um, home runway. <laughs> but I I am complete I'm changed. I am a I wanna be in sweats. I wanna be in loungewear. I don't wanna mm -hmm. wear heels. I'm slowly I literally got rid of a bunch of my heels. I'm replacing all the boots I bought this year are all flat boots. Mm. Just wanna be comfortable. Good. And a part of that has to do with I don't care how what people think of me anymore. <laughs> so mm. Oh, yeah, do you so, feel like you were dressing for other people? Uh, I was dressing for that well mostly for myself because I just like to dress up of right course, and put, yes. I'm, I'm being a mom at home like on the weekends I don't get a chance to dress up so I love dressing up for work but I also just like I like to present myself as nice as I possible can to other people uh, and part of it has to do with my own confidence issues mm. you know so and now I'm fully comfortable in my yeah, yeah I'm fully <laughs> comfortable in my own skin for the first time in my life so I don't care <laughs> yeah yeah no that's that's beautiful I love that and then my worst pro purchase, <laughs> I can't think of a specific fashion item, but I definitely have bought some stuff that that you also encountered that was drop shipping from China. And it was just like, literally when I got the it, it's like case. falling apart. Mm -mm. It doesn't fit, it's falling apart. This threat coming out everywhere. You have to text me those pictures so then I can flag them on my do not buy list. <laughs> because oh it's God. very tricky. And that's where um, I well, really- Well, it's those Instagram ads. Yeah, it's the Instagram yeah. ads. So that's why I really trust Colette LeClaire and like yeah. all the reviews that she does. Like she's incredible as a blogger, as an influence, as a person. Um, but seriously, like everything that she reviews and, and suggests, even if it comes from like, you know, a site that maybe you've never purchased before, like it, it taught me so much. <laughs> yeah, her website's great. And her website's great. Exactly. Yeah, there's, there's huge price range in like every style. So I'm very excited. Yeah, she's, she's incredible. Uh, but yes, good. Good to know. Okay. Best and worst a beauty purchase of this year. Hmm. This one's also hard because. You don't buy like, beauty because you make I know. <laughs> I, it's exactly. I don't buy, I don't buy too much guys. I really don't buy it. Um, so someone gave me a recommendation for a product. Um, it's called um, Exuvance. And they're peels, they're, they're peel strips, not peel strips, that's not it. Um, they're peel pads, yes. So they're soaked in like glycolic acid and they're, I believe Exuvance was one of the first originators of glycolic acid solutions. And I started using that um, twice a week and that's made a huge difference on my skin. I used to go to facials all the time and do, um, and, and do like oxygen facials and you know microdermabrasions but i can't do that anymore so i've been trying to find at home solutions and this is probably the best one i've found so far nice um and then and again i don't have i don't have a worse just because 
I don't, I don't tend to return beauty products. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, my best is definitely Lash Snack Mascara from Item Beauty, which Yvonne formulated. Oh. It's knocked off my previous favorite, which is a Thrive Mascara, which everyone loves. Mm. And it's knocked that one out. I don't even, I have so many backups of the Thrive. I don't know, the, I need to sell them or give them away because I don't use them. <laughs> I only use Lash Snack. I love it. Good. I'm glad. It's, you a, guys, it's the best mascara ever, especially for Asian lashes. If you have like straight lashes that does not want to hold a curl, this is a great mascara because it's a drier formula. So it's not super wet where it's going to make it fall and it's super lightweight too. Like I'll put two coats and it doesn't really fall as much as if I just put one coat of the Thrive Mascara. And it lengthens, it makes your lashes look super wispy and long. I love it. Yeah, I'm so glad that um, Addison Ray also loves that too. So like she, she definitely chooses the products um, that we have like in, in the pipeline. So um, it, she's great to work with. <laughs> also, I love the, br the brush itself too, because a smaller brush. So like for us with smaller eyes and shorter eyelashes, it's mm -hmm. perfect to get to every single lash. Oh, you should write a review on our website for that. Because, I will. Yeah, because that, that is a good thing. Technically, I didn't purchase the product because Yvonne <laughs> gave it to me. <laughs> You and she gives me all the refills. <laughs> it's true. That's I think that's also like the the curse, of especially product developing at home. I also bought the M Cosmetics mascara. I haven't tried it yet. I just got it. I want to try it and compare how that compares. Yes. Um, and then worst beauty purchase. You're gonna laugh so hard at this. <laughs> I, this is again an Instagram ad. Okay, I saw this Instagram ad. There were eyebrow tattoos. No, yes. Why would you do that? <laughs> because they like they put it over people with just with like they still have eyebrows, but it's like more sparse like mine. And when they rip it off, they look like beautiful, perfectly shaped, bushy eyebrows. I was like, ooh, I want to give this a try. In my head, like if everybody think about it, I was I was like, no way this could work. But I wasn't thinking. This is like a late night purchase. Like I think it's one of the nights I couldn't sleep. I was like scrolling through Instagram, and now just captivated by the video. And I bought them. I still have them here. I got two sheets. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, actually, I'm not going to lie. I've seen a lot of them. Those look pretty artistically well drawn. They look yeah, like they are, could work. Number one, they're super shiny. So if you want to look like you have shiny eyebrows, <laughs> sure. And number two, you, they don't do well over if you have hairs. I guess if you're like, I, I donate these for like two cancer patients. Like this, they might be able to use that. But like for me, if I already have brows, it doesn't really stay. And it just makes everything look super shiny. Interesting. And there's no way to mattify it? Uh, maybe if you put powder over it. I don't know. Mm, gotcha. Since well, maybe they apply well on my face. I didn't like, try, I just wiped right. it off. Yeah. Because I know that I, I feel like when I see the eyebrow tattoos um, or the stickers, um, it's usually people like they put concealer like all over their whole eyebrow that currently oh. exists. Like you cover it up like completely. No, see in the video, they just put it over regular eyebrows. Wow. And that's like, a really good video. Look at now. And I was like, wow. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> I hate doing my brows. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Me too. Um, which is why I got my microbladed um, by my really yes. good friend. And yep. I know, but like now I can't, that's hard. Cause now I definitely can't go see her in New York. Well, it's good for a year so. 
you have yeah but it's like good to have that's true it it is good for a year oh oh because you didn't have the second appointment because you should just like a fill with the second i had the second okay but then you still need your third within the year because like actually i can see now especially because i've been using like peels and you're supposed to like not have acids or any type of peels like in that area right because then just like a tattoo it's gonna come off um and so it has been fading and i see it fading significantly so oh i only had two appointments and yours are permanent. Yours are they're mine were mine were bladed, but I, I don't have them anymore. They were like I did them like three years ago, I think. Okay, three years ago, and the, yeah, yeah, so they're definitely gone by now. Yeah, but um, but yeah, actually, it's because of them. Like maybe I would I would do well with the tattoo. So <laughs> that's that could be my next purchase next year. Uh, eyebrow tattoo? Oh no, like or, a real oh, like tattoo. tattoo. Like oh, okay, actual tattoo. What kind of tattoo do you want to get? Um. You know, I, I wanted a dragonfly, actually, mm. because dragonflies have such a huge significance for me. Um, like, all my friends all know that um, I see dragonflies whenever I, there's a significant event or significant change, something in my life or Aww. an obstacle or a gate. Um, so that usually is what it signifies, which is crazy because and a real dragonfly, like a real dragonfly will like land on me. How often do people have that happen? Mm. Uh, ex- exactly and so one landed on me when i was in the middle of new york city by penn station oh yeah exactly um so just knowing that and it landed on my my shirt out of everybody in new york city yeah landed on me <laughs> it felt special yeah um but even when i'm in fields or when i'm outside in california i'll see dragonflies randomly so i want to get a little bee you can go i there's a um she's a korean tattoo artist and she does those really beautiful um tattoos are like really cute but also really beautiful i'll yes. just send it to you yeah we can, we, we, you, can, you get yours i'll get mine go to japan <laughs> Look up no no, no she's here she's in san mateo oh oh then yes yeah. <laughs> then we can yeah, definitely no, do it super, her stuff is super cute okay yeah done okay best worst home purchase of this year um, best home purchase, I would definitely say is our Ikea shelving, our Ikea, mm-hmm. any Ikea shelving, but this particular shelving unit, uh, was really reasonably priced, um, for what it was. And it wasn't the ones that are painted, but it had, um, it had the, the siding and it had the shelves and you could, you could put the shelves anywhere you wanted. Like that type of flexibility made me realize how much I, um, I needed that type of flexibility in our kitchen and in our small space because I always would go for the Billy bookshelf or mm-hmm. the um, Calyx yes. shelf because it looks pretty or like they're very, it's very symmetrical. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like nothing fits into those boxes. Nothing <laughs> fits in. I didn't know that. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. There's, they're all there, like they're frames and baskets, all, all different sizes. Yeah. It's they're like, all different you can't sizes. Get, you, just, you can't just go to Target and get something. Right. Or if, yeah. if you do, you got to like, really you got to try a lot of things you got to like yeah. there's some errors involved yeah. um so definitely having some flexible storage material uh, and because of that then we're able to repurpose a lot of current furniture we have to make a desk space to make different office spaces um and to have yeah to have the podcast set up and the workspace set up that i have today so i'm very grateful for that um and the worst home purchase mm, i mean Maybe it was, oh, well, it was my laptop case that I bought. <laughs> kind of a home purchase, but whatever. I was, I know I complained to you already, like via text message, but dropshipping website. And I, I don't want to say the name of like the company right now because I'm already in discussions with them, but you got to look at the return policy, guys. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing because there are some shipping companies and some brand websites that actually have great return policies. Like 
all your money back 90 days or mm -hmm. 30 days, something like that. But the sites that have returned, but you can't open anything, yeah. you got it flagged because yeah. how are you going to try the product? You got to exactly. open the product. <laughs> yeah. They say, if it says like it has to be an open or it says like that you had to pay for shipping, return shipping, usually that's indication that this is a drop shipping item. Right. Or, or something that is, they're going to take your money and they really want to make you fight for your refunds. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it, that's, it's not going to be an easy process. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was really sad lesson that I learned, especially because I read the about stories. I read the blogs. And uh, I you do that, a lot of research. Yeah. Like, and I know that exactly. Like I, I, I feel like I do the research. So like I got cons, I feel like I got cons and actually I did even more research, like after trying to get my refund and I find all these terrible reviews that are just hidden on the web because mm -hmm. probably hidden by this company because they don't want to know how crappy they are. Anyways. Um, I, you know, it was one of those things where like, because I know that companies are always going to complain, right? About our customers are always going to complain about customer service. Like there's still people out there that think that Ipsy is a fake business. You know what, you know yeah. what I'm saying, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you read all the comments they are like, this is a fake website. I'm like, that's so crazy. Like, I don't think we're well, fake. Pretty well developed website for a fake website. <laughs> right. Or, or like, yeah, like oh, you'll read them in the comments because you know, there's, there's some type of shipping error or like, um, yeah product gets lost which yeah. happens it's very natural yeah yeah i get that but to go beyond that that is um yeah so definitely be careful of like those home purchases especially because you could be having something and out a bunch of money so we're trying yep. to save you here <laughs> yeah um my best home purchase i would say um our organization bins for mm -hmm. my pantry like after i watched the home edit i was super inspired obsessed and i finally organized my pantry my pantry was a mess i couldn't find anything like i just kept on rebuying stuff oh yeah <laughs> i had like, so many packs of powdered sugar <laughs> yeah so i ended up buying, rebuying everything i couldn't find anything now there's a place for everything i know like when I'm shopping, I know not to over purchase because I know I only have so much space. Um, so it just make it made it much easier. And it makes it easier for other people to go in there too. That actually mm -hmm. helps me out a lot from especially cleanup because Malika, who'd always sometimes come to me, where can I find this? Where can I buy this? Or like, yep. where do I put this? I'd be like, oh, like, look, just let me do it. But now this empowers other people to do those things yes. for you. So yeah, yeah. Sable, you, he used to every night go down and get snacks. Now I tell him there's a snack bin, just go to the snack bin. It's in there. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> That's great. And the worst purchase is I bought this like um, electric stove for a hot pot um, from Amazon. And it literally like, number one, it takes forever to heat up the pot. And number two, one of the foot fell out. Uh, like after right after 30 days so when i called them when i contact amazon they're like well it's already already over 30 days so you can't return this item even though it's like one of the foot broke out they're like you had to contact the manufacturer and i'm just like forget it really amazon yeah. usually has such a great return policy they do but i think this one maybe because more expensive item maybe i don't know what but, like, i mean it, wasn't yeah. that, it, was, it was like 30 bucks it's not that expensive well because we have an electric a hot pot stove and mm. we also bought it from amazon and ours is amazing really send me the brand please yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Kaisang, yeah it's really really good we use it okay. all the time it okay. has yeah so we'll we'll get that too okay Perfect. um okay best and worst book you read this year hmm well i know i can't possibly have a worst book because i definitely didn't read enough <laughs> to have a worst book. i don't think i have a worst book this year either you're just here either 
but the best, I think, and I'm still reading it, to be honest, is, is by Dr. Joe Dispenza. That um, book is hard to read, so yeah. It is hard to read, um, mm. and now I'm forgetting the title. Of course I am. Uh, but... <laughs> fuck. Hold <laughs> on, wait. Dispenza. I'm refusing to Google it right now. Just give me a second, and then you can Some... edit all the silence out. Breaking the habit. Of being yourself. Breaking yeah, yeah. the habit of being, <laughs> yes. So my best book of the year um, that I'm still reading is by Dr. Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And I know it's a, I know it's a tough read at the very beginning, but it is really interesting. And when I listen to podcasts, which is a bad habit of mine, always listening to podcasts and not really reading, mm-hmm. um, it, uh, it helps solidify a lot of the, a lot of the core meanings and messages that everyone is telling me. So he is, he's the source um, of a lot of those teachings and learnings. And, um, and I think that he teaches that subject very, very well. So I, I definitely want to get through it this year, this next year. Nice. Um, I, my favorite book this year, <clears throat> I think is the Jay Sheedy Think Like a Monk. Mm, book. You've mentioned that book a couple of times. Yeah. It just, it's different. I, I really like the Spencer book. That book really changed my, the way I think, but it's harder. Like to me, it wasn't as enjoyable to read because it's a hard book to read. Um, but Jay Sheedy's book is a joy to read. It's very easy to read. He has great quotes like the one of the biggest feedback i wrote that uh, i read on amazon when people give him one start they are like well he has no original idea he just pulls philosophy and ideas from other people and he he <laughs> talks about them and i'm like i'm not looking like it's really hard to have original ideas these days especially with the internet <laughs> but what yeah. i appreciate from him is he's able to pull all of these different references and put them together in a book for you so you can understand from different aspects you can understand he writes in a way where he provides you with examples where you can very easily apply it to your life because some of these mm-hmm. concepts you're like uh that sounds great i don't know how to put this in practice and then he'll give you an example on a daily life and you're like oh now i get it mm. so i really i love that book i actually just um one of my friends just turned 40 and i just gave him that as his 40th birthday present oh that's <clears> a good <throat> idea that's a good gift idea mm-hmm. yeah well because he works with veterans um and um, veterans in mental health so he's job could be very depressing mm. and very dark sometimes and it does affect his mental health so i thought this will help him to get a better grasp on how to hold on to his own mental health and and, and having a good mindset going to work a good grounding yeah yeah. Just, yeah yeah it's a good grounding book yeah oh, yeah good i'll have to add that to list. and i don't have a worst book <laughs> oh interestingly really exciting today one of my favorites young because i love young adult novels too i love i love a good fantasy yeah yeah that's what i read when like i just want something fun to read and one of my favorite young adult authors like book series author she followed me back today on instagram what What is this what is what book um her name's Lori enforce she writes a book series called the black witch the black witch yeah that's young adults it's young adults really i haven't Man, I haven't been to Barnes and Nobles in a long time. Then it's usually, a, that's where it's. She's already on book three, um, but it's like it's a it's a very typical young adult book. It's about a girl who discovers she has all this power that she didn't know she had, but it has a lot of connotations on race. A lot of they talk a lot about racism, different class systems, mm. and they I think they put it. She puts it in a way where it just 
I'm reading from adult point of view. I'm reading, I'm like, oh, like I can see how this reflects what's going on now. But yeah. I can see as a kid when you're reading, you're like, that really teaches you, like, why do you treat people differently? Yeah. It's because they look different. They speak different languages. Because, you know, in this book, people have like all different color skins. Right. You know, and, and there's a lot about acceptance and, and trusting yourself, coming into yourself. I just, I love that book series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Okay, good. Um, okay. Let's see. Best and or worst TV show. Oh, TV show or movie? TV show or movie. Hmm. So, TV show. Do like the Mandalorian. I do like the Unicorn. That's on. That's on what the CBS. Hell's the Unicorn. The Unicorn. I know. It's like it's a show that I didn't expect to like, but it's um about a father who has two daughters and he recently lost his wife so it goes through the process of him uh and his daughter is like finding life again and they have such a great friend group and so it's really about friendship support relationships um and growing up so it's a little bit of everything and so that's been a really really good show is it the best show this is we watch so many tv shows like just one that you think you don't have to be the best just one that you really like okay all right although there has been I mean, I haven't watched a lot of shows this year, so I don't think I have a worse show. Um, but I definitely have a, most of the shows I watched this year I really liked. Because <laughs> I, I was very selective. Yeah, I will tell you this. Netflix, killing it. Yes, Amazing. they are. I mean, and HBO too, HBO. Well, they HBO Max. Yeah. I mean, for real. Like, I, I, I'll be honest. Like, I used to, like, watch a lot of on Hulu. But mm-hmm. Hulu had a lot of TV shows yeah. that were on 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 show like yeah. a lot of them it stopped so guess mm-hmm. what netflix their own production series hbo their own production series kill it they're amazing yeah like i don't know who's on the production team but seriously like the fact that all of them can now release um is marvel releasing not marvel but like Disney warner brothers Plus. warner brothers is now releasing all the new movies for next year on hbo like wonder oh, they War- are? Yeah, exactly. Wonder Woman, well, you have well, to pay for it, right? You it's, do, it, but it's kind of like Disney Plus when you pay for it. it to me, it's it's worth it. it it's cheaper it's totally than going to theaters. It. Exactly. Yeah. So yes. So Mulan, for example, was released on yep. Disney Plus, but you still have to pay extra for yeah, it. Yeah, we we paid for it. Right. So did yeah. we? Yeah. Um, which maybe that might have been the worst movie. Yeah. Not that great. <laughs> I'm like, I did not like that movie. <laughs> Which I feel really bad for saying that. I, I, I must have pushed it out of my mind. Me but too. yes, <laughs> to pay enough. And so that was like, I think the icing, like, uh, uh, like stabbing in the cake. Like you had to pay extra and it didn't meet my expectations. That was the reason why I was worse. It wasn't anything, no one did anything wrong. Like in yeah. particular, I couldn't point out and be like, oh, like if that person didn't do that, like it would have been amazing. Oh, I can. <laughs> what was it? What was that? Well, I can name so many things. Number one, the acting was not good. She was like a miserable character. Yeah. And yeah very was, little like emotions. Was that because of the script or the direction? I, it could be the, it, I think a lot of times the director. Yeah. Okay. You know? And then number two, I hated that they added a freaking witch into the story. Like oh. Mulan is a, like, there's, there is um, debate whether he was a, she was a truly real character. Um, really? Yeah, because they, well, I mean, there there's so many poems about her, but in history there wasn't like any official documentation of her. They're just of course because she was a woman, <laughs> like probably. So, but she, but 
as far as I'm concerned, to me, she's like a real character. I grew up reading about her. I know her story. She's very she's a legend, uh, inspirational for exactly. women, right? For Chinese women and Chinese girls. Um, and there is no witch in the story. Witch, witchery is not part of this. This is like history, right? Almost history, um, and it adapts into our culture. So it just felt kind of insulting to like slap the twist of story and slap a freaking witch. Like, and the witch didn't add much to, to the storyline at all. I see. I'm like, how is she this all-powerful witch? And then she gets shot down by an arrow as an owl by the emperor. That makes zero sense. Yeah, I, I see where you're getting, like, be like, ugh, like, you know, whoever, like, wrote the script. Yeah, like, it's why? like, what is the point? Like, if, if you want adding a witch, have her do something, like, really amazing, like, to really add to the storyline. But she didn't. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was upsetting. In any case, like... Yeah, I feel that. Well, bad purchase. So, <laughs> um, but tell me about your best ones. <laughs> My best ones, I do. I cannot think of a best one. There's so many good ones. Um, uh, yeah, Netflix. Tell me about yeah. Queen's Gambit, right? I really yes. love that show. Queen's so Gambit good. is really good. Uh, um, and actually, I guess if we were to sum it up, a lot of these shows that we're talking about that we really like have a very strong character have a very strong like feminine character or a very strong like moral character and she's they're overcoming he she is they're overcoming some type of obstacle it just feels like you you can do anything and I like mm-hmm. that it's pulling me into that world especially when I feel like I can't do anything yeah <laughs> I'm like at my home <laughs> so I definitely appreciate that yeah so um, I really like that what else I like oh, too there's so many shows well not so many shows but all the shows I watch I really liked but I literally cannot think of them right now. I, and I also really love a good comedy mystery. I'm like such a goofball when it comes to What's that. What's a so good like, comedy mystery? So Palm Springs. What's that? Palm Springs um, has Adam Sandler. No, not Adam Sandler. Um, oh gosh, he was on, he was on SNL. Um, but it's about, there's a mystery involved. Like they don't realize some, something's happening and you have to figure out like, why is it happening? Um, Knives Out is another example of like a mystery that I really like. A comedy like, mystery. I'm like looking at my watch history. Oh yeah. I'm like, what did I watch this year? I Kim's Convenience. Watched... Did you see Kim's Convenience? Mm, I didn't. Well, I wasn't really into it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's, um, it's not my show. <laughs> I mean, sorry to all my Asian brothers and sisters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any. I mean, there are definitely great shows. What's the HBO show that I really liked? Lovecraft Country. Oh my god, yes! Lovecraft Country is amazing! Love, I think, actually, yes, I think okay. that's my favorite That's my favorite. That's, that, that is, is I think my, yeah. That is really good. But I was like, but it was really dark. I actually, that's some of a show that I have to watch, like, through my fingers, but, like, kind of not. Oh, really? Oh, well, the only episode was the... Was With the girls? The, the two With, girls, yeah. Bobsy oh and Topsy? Oh my I, gosh, guys. I could guys. not watch that, sh- that one. Like, I, was, like, I was have my eye covered most of the It's because the makeup and the direction, I mean... The way they moved, I was like, no. I can't do, like, creepy children. I can't do it. Yes. Jordan Peele is incredible. Like, He's and a the genius. script writing is... I The whole cast, I mean, yes, the acting was, like, also very good. But the way everything was delivered, incredible. Yeah. So that, that, that definitely takes the cake. I can't believe I forgot about that one. I know, me too. This is what happens. Like, this is, like, what essentially like essentially like in the world of so much product and content 
you know, you have great, you have great people and great stories. And so sometimes things just go viral and why, why this, why not that? Why do people like this one thing, but not that other thing? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just can't explain. And I feel like that's kind of what I'm realizing in 2020 is just things happen. Like just things happen. And sometimes it's good. And sometimes it goes in your favor and sometimes it doesn't. Yep. So it's just, but you got to work hard anyway. Like you gotta, you gotta try, you gotta keep trying, kind of try to keep figuring it out. So that, I guess that leads us to like our, our last questions about looking forward to 2021. Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> so Siri is just, wow, guys. I, I don't know if any of you guys updated to the new iPhone um, iOS, but it is incredibly sensitive. I'm afraid to upgrade, <laughs> update it. Because I, I don't think you time, should. Every time they have a new release and you upgrade it, your phone like stops working. Yeah, something <laughs> things are happening. Yeah, my so. phone is talking to me all the time. Uh, so and I, I don't turned off sentence. Siri. That's the thing. I thought I turned off Siri too. Oh no! So, I know you have to because you have to go through like the reset or like the home page again, mm-hmm. guys. Um, and also, I I clicked on something and it sends every phone call that isn't in my phone a number that's in not in my phone directly to voicemail oh. i don't know what i don't know what i clicked oh. so who knows well. please help me because <laughs> i i have to call a lot of people please help me. yvonne she has no idea <laughs> i've tried looking and i don't know what i clicked but uh, okay but anyways, actually yeah. we have two more fun questions oh one oh, is best podcast your favorite podcast of the year actually, oh three yeah more, three more best podcast of the year uh, but we we ever did a, a face um not a, an instagram post on we this did too. so and what's we, your favorite one all though i know you let me choose six that time so how did you take I, choose nine that time you told me choose nine and i have to like whittle it down after that oh man um i can definitely say that the one i consistently listen to and it does and does make me happy and i always take away a lot um is manifestation babe so that is out of 2020, that's still a really good podcast for me. My favorite one is <laughs> Red Handed. Oh, okay. I just I, love those two women so much. I love their dialogue. Hosts. They do really great research. And even though they talk about such dark topics, they make it almost fun. Yes. Not fun like I'm rooting for the murderer, but fun like they make it so it doesn't feel as heavy. And it's more about learning the psychology behind it. And They're then, very interesting. I like, I, I love the what they speak. I mean, they have beautiful voices. Yeah, great chemistry. Last uh, fun question. Most embarrassing moment of 2020. Let me see. What can I think of that I was embarrassed about? Maybe it was something at work where I said something that I wasn't supposed to, but um, nothing personal though. Like it wasn't, okay, you go first. You go first and I'll think of what. Mine most embarrassing is very easy. This has to be walking out of the bathroom butt naked to my <laughs> husband on a Zoom call with, with the camera facing me. <laughs> when you, and, and you definitely told me about the story and I still like, like Malika and I, when we think about it, we're just like, how did that happen? We're like, we were- he was sitting with his back to the bathroom and oh. he had, he, he had, um, so when he does his calls, he does it on his phone and he put a little stand, he puts on that little stand and he has it at his light, eye level sitting down. And when I walked out of the bathroom, he was pointing right at that direction. But why didn't you have any pants? <laughs> I just took a shower. <laughs> I came out to grab my stuff because I mean our bathroom is in our bedroom, so like, oh, I don't I have to walk. You know, it's it's part of our bedroom, so it's not like I'm not oh, seeing anyone. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, that's tricky. 
because it's the bath because right because I've always had a bathroom separate from the bedroom in fact yeah. I choose houses and apartments because of that reason I think it was I thought it was bad feng shui to have a bathroom in your bedroom really like en suite like the ba- the master bedroom suite with the bathroom maybe oh well maybe I guess if you consider it like a separate room but I thought it was because like you always have running water I so. mean it's definitely a separate room there's a wall yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah like you, you can't we is. can't see me take a shower right but, no, no, no no yeah but definitely I walked out and like that was very embarrassing oh. I was so mad at him <laughs> yes well Mike cannot top that for sure um maybe it was yeah I mean I, I would say it's probably like something at work um I mean when you have a new team and when you're afraid to say something um oh well maybe it was zoom related I know because Malinka has a tendency to talk very loud like again during his conferences so I was not on mute when he was saying something so then you just hear this like super loud voice of someone who are like who's that <laughs> but it wasn't like directly on me but I was embarrassed for him <laughs> so that was it <laughs> all right now last three questions looking forward to 2021 mm-hmm. number one what is your intention for next year hmm. my intention for next year is to live every day with intention and be and by doing so be able to regain my focus and be able to get closer to my success and dreams that i predict for myself in 2021 nice my intention is similar i want to continue my growth mm-hmm. next year i want to continue to manifest to meditate to learning about myself discovering more about the spiritual side of myself Mm-hmm. and forming moral connections with people and with the universe mm-hmm. or maybe this needs to be quantifiable but like if it was quantifiable then i want to say one book every month a new book one new book every month which i read that like so patrick stewart like he he like started to realize he was just like oh my gosh like how can i possibly read all these books and in the for the rest of my life and if you just wake up 30 minutes earlier than you intended to originally just read that book for 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, like, so that's a promise, a, a quantifiable promise. And the other one is to finish my Pimsleur course for Mandarin. I, I purchased the Pimsleur course oh, for wow. Mandarin. Yeah, I'm like really excited. 30 minutes a day, guys. We're going to get there. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, what were you saying right before the oh, Mandarin? One book a month. One, one book, book a month. month. Yes. Yeah. Um, I had that habit earlier in the year. I was doing one hour reading before bedtime. Oh, that's great. I really like that. And then I stopped because... Why? Why did you stop? Tell me. I think just a couple of times I just wanted like to chill and watch movie and I just never went back to reading. Oh, okay. Um, so, but I'm starting that again because I really enjoyed that time to kind of, at the end of the day, to just kind of relax with the book. Yeah, my my doctor even recommended. I was told her I was had trouble sleeping, and so my doctor said you should read at nine p.m. to turn off everything and start reading at nine p.m. I'm like, oh, that's a really easy. I I can do that very easily. So, um, it was it was nice to hear that. Okay, cool. What are you going to continue doing next year? Hmm. Yes, I will definitely say, I think practicing. The journaling and just practicing quieting my thoughts. I think that that was, in general, what I didn't realize were so loud in my head. I mean, you're like, yes, when I go to therapy, we're always talking about my negative thoughts and my limiting beliefs, but realizing how much they were actually holding me back and having, for the first time in a long time, the purpose and action to ch- make that change 
is a huge difference. Like I feel like just even this year being able to talk about it openly and help other people and just have open conversations about these types of struggles. It, you know, I, I am, am amazed by the type of progress that we were making and you just had to, you have to get out of your own head. I think Sable said it best when we first interviewed him, like, who's telling you these things? Mm-hmm. Who is this? You, you are telling yourself these things. I'm like, why? Why am I telling myself these things? <laughs> so it goes back and forth. So 2020. Yep. Clear mind. Um, I am going, I think I just said I'm going to do, I'm continuing to manifest and meditate. Yes. Um, continue to, going to prioritize my mental health and continue with my morning and evening routines because that's really working for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then what do you want to change completely? Hmm. You know, I think for this, for this year, I realized that my, I mean, yes, I had a timeline in my head. That was probably also not healthy, right? Like timeline, what I wanted children, what timeline, what I wanted to be married. Yeah, and life doesn't work that way. Exactly. Exactly. So that is, I'm changing my time. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm making my time work for what it exactly needed to be. And how did someone explain it? Um, someone explained it about like being supercharged where like you can do because when you're manifesting and when you're completely accessing your mind and because you're, it's not busy telling you all these negative things, you can do everything you need much faster than you could ever believe. And that was something I didn't realize until, until this year and very recently. So I'm changing how I'm managing my time, not even managing my time. I'm literally living my time differently. So um, that is definitely a tip. Well, we could talk about it on another episode, but that's definitely a tip that I have for them. Yeah, that's actually interesting because Sable just told me today he's he doesn't really go with time. I mean, he, obviously, like when he has meetings scheduled, he has to go to meetings. Yeah, but the schedule. But... Yeah, but outside that, he's literally he's like, I if I'm tired, I I take a nap. If I feel like doing this, I go do it. If I don't feel like work, I'm not gonna work right now. I'm gonna do something else right now. Exactly, yeah. and he still manages to get everything done. And he's like, I'm more productive not... because exactly. I'm not forcing it. Right. And he's not living by a schedule. So like, yes, not living by a schedule is essentially what is, um, I think, very, very important for me next year. Um, What do I want to change? (sighs) Shopping habits? (laughs) Yes. Thank you. I want to continue changing my shopping habits. I mean, I've done much better. I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. But previous years, always by December, we're stressing. So we're like, oh, fuck, we have like these huge payments and we like to be spending money all year. (laughs) So this is the first year where Sable's like, okay, our big payments are coming. And I'm like, great. I have money saved up. Transfer over. Done. (laughs) And what was your big saving tip that you, that you like changed or what did you change? In the beginning year, I did some research on YouTube on bank on banks offering the highest savings interest rate okay because mostly if you go to bank america it's like 0.01 percent like make zero difference right um and i found this um bank called elements financial they were offering one year promotion for two percent interest rate (laughs) so um i signed up for that and i started transferring three thousand dollars a month into that and i also transfer money into my ira i have a acorn account for my ira and i I'm putting a lot of money in that and I have it uh, investing pretty aggressively in mm-hmm. that one. Um, so that's how I got money all the way up. So I'm, so interest alone from my elements financial was over a thousand dollars. Wow. Earned, which is great. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. I also have an IRA account. Um, mine isn't with acorns, but that's good to know that you like acorns. Um, but I've been with Vanguard for some time and yeah, like very similarly, I just realized Hey, I have to take the money out of my spending 
quote unquote, my spending card. Because mm -hmm. if I see money in that card, I will be spending it. It is just a bad habit. I'm working myself like out of that. But um, changing what money I see or what amount I see, that was a really, that was a really good tip for me that I learned at the very beginning there. And also Malinka is just super helpful and he checks up on me because <laughs> I needed that. I needed yeah. like some type of like policeman because I wasn't going to do it myself. Uh, um, I'm, I'm terrible at that. But, but now that I had to do the finances, right. that's what reminds me like what are you why are you spending money on this you know what's yes. the point but it's interesting in november i purposely did not do any budgeting until this week i did not do any like i, I used to do weekly budgeting so every week i i chose say well this is what we spend on this is how much we have left and then like um and i did not do that at all for november because i knew i was no blow through that friends. yeah and every single month last year i think we spent more than we earned and oh yeah and this year every single month even after savings are taken out we're still still spending less than we're bringing in so that's why we were able to save a lot this year until wow. no, no, november is only month i spent we spent more than that we earned because one number one i wasn't i didn't i didn't get a paycheck the first half because i was in between jobs true. so we were earning less and number two i was spending money like there's no tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> like once once i get started i can't stop it's like i'm like an alcoholic with spending <laughs> yeah shopaholic is we're recovering we're recovering yeah we are recovering and, and and that's why i'm really grateful like having friends like anna right from minori beauty being able to like mm -hmm. keep me honest and oh she has great tips for like gift guides and you know, she, in the no by November, no by January, I'm definitely mm. going to participate in that challenge. I'm going to participate in that too. So I'm really What's excited. My birthday in January. Do I get a pass my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think specifically the challenge is like, don't buy anything that you really don't need. Yeah. Right. So I mean, for your birthday, there, I'm sure there's a couple things that you need. I really <laughs> want a big meat cleaver, like the ones the Chinese cooks use. Oh, really yeah. Like, um, I haven't found one that I thought was, where do you yeah. get them? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but my cousin's coming from Shanghai. This is so stupid. So we're going into a lockdown, right? Yeah. And why is someone coming from another she, country? She is <laughs> in the middle of her green card process and she's required <gasps> to come here twice a year. Oh my gosh. That's only so come sad. And her whole family, her kids all had to come with her. So she can only come during when they have break. She's coming here for two weeks in January. I'm not going to see her. She's coming here to stay in a hotel with her family for two weeks and fly back to Shanghai. Oh my where gosh. She, where she then has to quarantine for another two weeks. That's crazy. I was, I was just like, oh my gosh, she's just like choosing to fly here during no. quarantine. But I'm oh like, that's... The, the government needs to get a pass for something like this. Yeah. You know, like, there should be a pass for, there's a lockdown. Don't fly in. Right, right, because like those are the reasons, right? Like yeah. the same thing with like Malinka, why he says that sometimes when it comes to, when it comes to these quarantines and the clothes, you realize that a certain class of people like always get the benefits and then another class of people like never see any benefit. And sometimes they're like the ones that are most likely to be exposed to like to COVID and like other, mm. and other events, like most likely to be a little bit poor and a need to, and, and need certain and need help. Oh yeah, no, she's. I mean, she's definitely not poor. She. This is just a product process. Like it's for oh. everyone. That's a process for everyone. She's <laughs> okay. already spent. She had to spend five hundred thousand dollars. That's why people think immigrating to America is so easy. It's not. She had to spend five hundred thousand dollars. That's just investing in a company in the U.S. Like that's not even on top of the lawyer fees, all the other fees for the government. 
she has fly hair twice a year. She's been doing this for five years now. She just got her green card. I just mailed it to her, and she still has, has to continue to come here twice a year. Really? So it's not that easy that. coming here. No, no, it's really not. <laughs> I mean, expensive. And I was like, you should go to Canada. She goes, well, I already gave all my money to the United States, so. Yeah, you can't stop the process. Yeah. You got to really be, you got to understand like what's your max spending and what's like that time. I mean, I have friends that have been here for over 10 years and they still don't have a green card. Yeah. So it's, it's a sad story. I I wish that there was an easy way to help. I mean, I mean, I, I don't even know enough about the process. Like I couldn't even help Malinka. I was like, what's an H1B? Yeah. When? I don't know. Any, I don't, I was exactly. lucky. You know, my mom exactly. brought me here and then she, became a citizen before I turned 18. So I didn't have to take any tests. I yeah, was same thing with my dad. Yeah. The only reason why, like, yes, I was born here, but like my dad was the one who took the citizen test and like worked super extra hard mm-hmm. to be able to do that. In fact, like he must've had to be sponsored by his company. Like there's no other way. Like how did it happen? And anyways, um, I'm so grateful for like my family for, um, for having to worry about that. So then I don't have to worry about that yeah. in my daily life. But yes. And that's it. Episode, yay! Happy New Year! (laughs) Happy New Year, 2021. (laughs) Yes, I'm very excited for next year. I know this year's been difficult for year for a lot of people, but you know, everyone hang there. Nothing stays the same. Things are going to change. Things are not always going to change for the better, but it's a it's up and down. It's a process, a cycle, right? Mm -hmm. It's never going to be all up all the time. If it's up all the time, we'll never appreciate those times that's up so we have to go through the lows to appreciate the highs Mm -hmm. so everybody hang there i hope everyone have a great holiday season merry christmas if you celebrate christmas um and happy new year we'll see you or we'll talk to you again in 2021 bye (laughs) bye (laughs) bye everyone thanks again for listening to this episode we really appreciate your support for our little podcast If you enjoyed this episode, it will mean the world to us if you can leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. This will help more people discover our podcast. You can find Lost and Refound podcast on Instagram at lost.and.refound. If you want to email us, you can do so at lostandrefoundpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I hope you stay positive and creative. Bye.